Welcome to Countdown to Infinity, a Marvel's Avengers podcast. We talk all things Marvel Cinematic Universe, including the movies, the TV shows. We go episode by episode. I'm sure you've heard some of our old eps, hopefully. If you're new, wow, joining in late. We are awaiting the release of something new from Marvel. Honestly, kind of enjoying the break, uh, but it leaves us void of content. There are no shows to talk about. There are no big movies that have recently premiered in a while. So we're going to be talking this week about some of the top headline news from the MCU. It'll be short. It'll be quick. And it'll be sad because my name's Emmanuel and I am your solo host, And by myself, I promise the next time we do this, I will play that song all by myself because that's how I feel. But I, this is a late record. It's after midnight, so I, I think that may be why none of the, no one could, could do it. Anyways, you're in good hands. You're in my hands, and, and they're, you know, soft hands, but still strong and sturdy. So you feel like you have support. Um, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah. So uh, we'll be talking about some of the top line news. And again, there is nothing new until February 17th, 2023, when Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania releases in theaters. So that'll be uh, in a, in three or four weeks. But February 17th, 2023, that's when the next new thing is, uh, just in case you hadn't bought tickets yet, which are actually available. So you can buy uh, Quantumania tickets right now. Uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll see how many people do, but that's, uh, that's, that's all I got for you. All right. Let's talk about, uh, let's, let's talk about some news. Okay. So the top thing we're talking about is, uh, Kevin Feige, the producer, and, um, I would say president of Marvel studios for Disney. He commented recently about superhero, superhero fatigue, and how he planned on fighting it. So there's been quite a few MCU movies this year and the last year. And if you include the Disney Plus stuff, there's hours and hours of of MCU stuff. And I feel like I don't have superhero fatigue because there's so many differences in uh, the, the types of shows and the characters. And I think Kevin Feige said something similar when he answered that question about how to um, keep it fresh. He said another way to do that is uh, to do that is adapting them into different genres and what types of movies we want to make. So I think a lot of people are going to glom onto that different genres statement that he said, because I mean, I don't know about y'all, but um, Werewolf at Night was so I would say it, it's so genre, you know, it's it's so particular to a, a paying homage to such a particular thing. You know, those old black and white horror movies from, from early Hollywood that I thought it didn't even feel like anything I'd seen in the MCU. And you get the sense of, you know, those big dynamic shifts when you watch something like Loki, which is, you know, basically kind of like a Doctor Who time time travel and heavy sci-fi stuff and you've got what if which is really different you can watch a kung fu movie in shang chi uh and and i think that strategy is working for the mcu at least for me i feel like there's a lot of great genres that i appreciate outside of the mcu and to see them not only in a superhero movie but with characters 
uh, that you you really enjoy and um, want to see over and over again, I think that's really cool. And it's a it's a subversive way to introduce uh, something new to something that's going to have a really big audience. I mean, for a lot of people, Marvel movies are one of the few things they go to the theaters for. So, you know, kind of tricking not tricking them, but but having them see some great choreography or, uh, you know, basically a new genre. Eternals does it too. I wish more people had seen Eternals because that kind of was a different look for Marvel that, that everyone should, should be taking note of. But I, I, yeah, I can't wait for the future of the MCU. If they're going to continually create something new and, and, and reinventing themselves, that'll, that'll go a long way in the longevity. So great, great stuff from Kevin Feige. I, I, uh, yeah, yeah, good, good guy, you know? He knows what he's doing by now, right? Like 30, 40 movies as long as as long as he wants to go, huh? All right, the next big piece of news is also related to the MCU and Marvel Studios in particular because we're talking about some new running totals of Marvel movies to be released through 2026. So we do know about I'd say 9 or 10 of these movies, but this includes untitled Marvel projects. So who knows what they are, but these are just running totals and I'm not going to go one by one. This is just to update you of just how much MCU stuff you can get in a theater because these are some, (laughs) these are some big numbers. So 2023 this year, starting of course, next month with Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, there are three MCU movies coming out this year, 2023. There's three of them. In 2024, there's four of them. In 2025, there will be another four And in 2026, there will be another three. So between now and 2026, there are 14, yes, 14 MCU movies that will be in theaters. Wow. Can you imagine? I, you know, I think that Marvel's always had at least two every year, one every six months, which is fine. You know, when they cut it to three, you're like, okay, this is good. But 2024 and 2025, there will be four MCU movies in theaters. I can't wait. Um, That's going to be intense. And I believe some of that's some Avengers stuff. So it'll be a lot of stuff to watch. I will say, going back to superhero fatigue, I think... You know, I don't, maybe I don't have fatigue for MCU stuff specifically, but overall, I might have a little superhero fatigue because I'm imagining these years where there's basically a new MCU movie every three months. And I bet you anything, there's also a DC movie or another, like a Sony movie, like one of those Spider-Man verse movies that they're doing um, with Morpheus and such. I don't know. I, I may get tired if in that year there's... an MCU movie every three months. And then, you know, before that, two more movies outside of the MCU, it's going to be a lot of superior movies. But again, uh, three, four, four, three, that's how many movies you're looking forward to through 2026. A whole lot going on. Okay. Some more news is some insight on Kang the Conqueror portrayed by Jeremy Majors. Uh, he is in Sundance talking about a fantastic movie that he's in. I can't wait. We'll be talking about that more. But he shed some insight on his version of Kang the Conqueror, what his powers are, what motivates him. Surprise, surprise. What motivates him is society and humanity. Something that like 
Thanos, I believe, also was fighting for, or, or yeah, fighting for his version of Gore the God Butcher. It's a very common thing, these villains in society and not liking it and thinking that they're the exception to the rules. But this is what um, he said is, well, he's, He's he's a he's a, he's a villain that's that's upset with a very powerful villain who's upset with society and the decisions that people have made. Well, anyways, um, his powers all are. It appears, and and from what he's said, his powers all are derived from the suit that he wears, similar to Iron Man, um, kind of Black Panther in a small way, like you know the suit, very empowering works and so that may be where some of his power comes from there's some thunder clapping and sonic clapping which i think we kind of saw in aquaman and um uh, black panther wakanda forever but we'll see how that looks um but there's also more of course that he does but what's really really interesting is the fact that kang is able to experience the past present and future all the time all at once which is crazy. I feel like I've seen something similar put to 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 to, to like a, a visual medium when uh, Doctor Manhattan from Watchmen kind of has a similar experience, I guess, in a way. Um, but I'm excited to see how they portray it in a movie like this, because to experience past, present, and future, um, and not only how they portray it, but how it's manifested in Kang. If to to be going through that kind of everything everywhere all at once style is grading. And I think there's going to be something going on with Kang where he has that kept under control because that is, it's a whole lot, but we'll get a little bit more on Kang the Conqueror. Remember there's infinite versions of this villain. So whether or not he survives Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania doesn't matter because there's plenty of other Kang the Conqueror's you know, throughout the galaxy. So that'll be really interesting. Uh, Kang, um, we're learning more about him every single week. I can't wait. Very intriguing villain. Very intriguing. Great actor. Okay. The last bit of news that I've got for you is for a movie coming out this year. And honestly, one of the biggest question marks and mysteries in terms of MCU movies, because we know a whole lot about Quantumania. Not everything, but we've seen a lot. There's been trailers, um, uh, and things like that. And there, there's, uh, a lot of, there's starting to be more stuff about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. We, we also got a trailer there, but a movie we kind of don't know much about apart from, I think, a singer at the end of Miss Marvel with Kamala Khan and, um, Carol Danvers switching places is, uh, The Marvels. So The Marvels is a movie coming out later this year too. It's directed by Naya Costa. You know, it features Captain America, Miss Marvel, Monica Rambeau, who we now learn will have the superhero name Photon, which makes sense. Um, that's how it is in the comic books, but Photon will be her superhero name. And so in Marvels, we'll see those three paired up and it seems like, you know, which will, I think, help with hijinks, but also will be really interesting because I don't think we've seen anything like this done before interdimensionally, but they'll be switching places, it appears, constantly. That'll be really fun. But a little bit more about Marvels now that we know that Photon will be in it. Um, I wonder how they're going to introduce that. I mean, it's 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 been kind of interesting how many MCU things are, are releasing and how they're all being reintroduced uh, like Valentina, 
who has been in movies now and shows, but they're always introducing her because they don't, they're not sure like who knows who anyways. Um, yeah, Marvels. I don't know why I went down that tangent. I hope you followed me. I, if you're, if you're, I, if you're listening to this podcast to help you sleep, I hope that like my monotone and my confusing long take solo are, are getting you there. If you're driving, I'm sorry, turn this off. You're going to fall asleep anyways. But, um, yeah, photon will be in the Marvels. Okay. Those are, those, that's the big stuff from from me again a very short episode because we don't have a lot of new stuff and as much as i'd love to i i don't think you enjoy when i just ramble and just talk just free thinking i literally only have a notes app with maybe a total of 11 words here then it's just nice vibes it's really late at night but um yeah this is uh this is this is what a solo news episode is like and i don't know why the mcu is not releasing everything all the time every week but uh it leaves us with this this kind of episode but (laughs) we'll we'll think of really fun stuff i believe we're working on a mount rushmore of mcu heroes soon that'll be a fun episode but uh to hear more and again like and i and i mean more more because there's a lot here go to patreon.com slash dolphin pod d-e-l-f-i-n-p-o-d i believe we have over 70 hours of content there that's just crazy um and follow us at dolphin pod on all social media thanks so much for listening to this short solo app hopefully we'll be back next week with something much much larger and longer and less me um but thank you so much bye <laughs>